1: Hello, I'm Natalia Shpilova Said, one of the hosts of New Books in Eastern European Studies, a podcast channel on the New Books Network. I'm delighted to speak today with Oleksandra Humenna, one of the authors of Ukraine 2030 The Doctrine of Sustainable Development, published by ADEF Ukraine LTD in 2018. Oleksandra Humenna is Dean of the Department of Economics. She has a PhD in economics, and her research interests include creative economy. Hello, Alexandra, and thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, Natalia. Currently, you're here at Indiana University, but I know that you teach at um, Kyiv Mohila Academy, Kiev, Ukraine. Uh, tell us a little bit about what brought you here to IU and about uh, Kyiv Mohila Academy as well, what you teach there and what your academic interests are. Uh, I came to Indiana University
0: for a short-term research. My stay here last three months almost a full semester. This visit was made possible thanks to a joint project by Indiana University and the National University of Kiev Mahila Academy. The project is designed for three years and it aims to create a master's program in public administration, government communications at our university. A refresher and certification program is also planned. But first of all, It is the most complete master's program. This is an extremely interesting and useful project for all participants. For us, this is not only a benefit for our country, but also a development for the university and for us as teachers. The program is intended to make a broad use of an interdisciplinary approach, as it involves journalists, PRs, lawyers, public administration professionals, and economists. My course in this program will be called Project and Time Management in Government Communications. Now I am taking different courses here. I am studying approaches to teaching, I am interacting with students, and I am studying new literature on my interests. One of the goals of this collaboration is to develop a good course for government officials that will be useful to them. Kim Kiv Academy, I teach business courses such as Creative Management, Business Culture, Project Management, Marketing Audit. I am most interested in theoretical and practical aspects of such areas as Creative Economics and Creativity in Business, Marketing of Innovations and Innovative Marketing, Neuromarketing, Business Culture. These are such diverse research topics, Mm -hmm. but
1: they form an interesting and much-needed business outlook. Well, it sounds like a very... Busy semester for you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, uh, today we're speaking about Ukraine 2030, the Doctrine of Sustainable Development, which was published just a couple of years ago. Well, actually, a year ago. And uh, the book offers some programs for the um, economic development of Ukraine. Could you tell us a few words about this project? When and how did it start? And what does it cover? And who are the contributors?
0: In fact, uh, the Ukrainian edition, Ukraine 2030, the doctrine of sustainable development was published in 2017 and an english edition was published it in 2018 Mm -hmm. the history of this book is very interesting a couple of years before this book was released a powerful business forum was held at the hyatt hotel in kiev which brought together many very influential businessmen in ukraine after the davos forum in 2014 when Ukraine's development scenarios were developed, the so-called optimistic scenario was only 3%. Actually, and in 2018, Forsyth already estimated the probability of optimistic development of Ukraine at 0%. Mm -hmm. And here is one of the well-known Ukrainian businessmen, the head of the Ukrainian Business Initiative, Sergei Taruta, who invited other businessmen to do something in order to realize the optimistic scenario of Ukraine's development. And then the work began. Birgitta Ruta approached the leading scientific and research institutes and universities with a suggestion to summarize all those research studies which were conducted at that time by these institutions. Many talks were held, and as a result, several scientists from five leading Kiev universities have come together to prepare such a strategically important document. These are representatives of such universities as Kiev Mahal Academy, Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev, Vadim Hetman National Uni- Economic University, National Technical University of Ukraine, University of Life and Environmental Sciences. And, of course, we support all the Ukrainian business initiative. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So the book um, offers this program of development for Ukraine, uh, and um, uh, it is uh, based on some thorough research, and uh, the book itself offers a very detailed analysis um, of all kinds of data. Um, So what's the data basis for the project in general?
0: Yeah, actually, we have uh, analyzed a significant amount of socioeconomic development uh, data from around the world, synthesizing available methodological rating tools developed by United Nations experts, the World Bank, the World Economic Forum in Davos, and drawing on the full size. 2016 project scenarios developed by a team of National Technical University experts of Ukraine, Igor Sikorsky Institute, Polytechnic Institute. By the way, for size of Ukraine, was the first attempt of long term forecasting in Ukraine in the method of planning from the future. That is, we set certain horizons and goals that we want to achieve. And then we begin to offer tactical tools to achieve those goals and horizons. One of our important innovations in the book was the development scenarios for Ukraine, which were developed in Davos in 2014. By the way, I was involved in pre-brainstorming education Mm -hmm. back in the fall of 2013, when we started developing these scenarios. We also try to use international statistics Mm -hmm. and the most progressive domestic developments. And the authors of the book use the result of their own research. Mm -hmm. And I would like to add, uh, we use the term
1: balanced development as the highest level of sustainable development. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in the first chapter of this book, it is mentioned that the current model of the national economy emerged from the wreckage of the Soviet command administrative model. Could you elaborate on this? Um, What were the conditions for economic development of Ukraine in the 1990s, if any? Um, In other words, what's the economic heritage and why, in your opinion, it is so powerful? Uh, I'm asking this because it has been 28 years since Ukraine became independent, but for some reason we are still dealing with the Soviet past, even when we analyze the economic situation. Isn't uh, 28 years quite a long period yeah. for us to be um, done, so to speak, with the uh, Soviet past? So the contributors of the doctrine state that Ukraine never achieved a de-Sovietization of the administration. So could you um, cover this aspect as well? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the main conclusion about the current
0: economic model of Ukraine is that it has a completely exhausted the resource even for its own recovery and in need needs immediate replacement. In 1991, Ukraine had one of the best and strongest economies, not only in the post-Soviet space, Mm. but in the entire Eastern Europe, Mm -hmm. as we had one of the highest indicators of GDP, good industrial and agricultural potential, talented people. The main and biggest mistake of the current period is an attempt to introduce reforms within the the old uh, paradigm without drastically changing the models of economic development and government. In the current system, uh, the ruling political class has entered into a permanent conflict with Ukrainian society, provoking a social tension that was overtaken in a radical way by the orange revolution Mm -hmm. and then by the revolution of dignity Mm -hmm. experts now say that no matter how hard it is for us democratic processes are taking place in the country we are moving evolutionarily
1: no matter how difficult it is for us during the war in the east of Mm -hmm. Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Um, How would you describe the current attempt, I mean 2019, um, of the authorities to reform the economy as compared to that when the doctrine was written, I believe, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pre-2018-2018?
0: We continue our research and educational work. Last year, following the results of the uh, doctrine debates in the regions of Ukraine, We wrote and published a white paper uh, on Ukraine's 2030 economic policy, national and um, regional uh, dimensions. Uh, Now we are organizing parliamentary hearings, which we will hold with the aim of adopting the concept of the balanced development of Ukraine until 2030. Uh, Is this part of the practical implementation of the doctrine? -hmm. (laughs) Doctrine. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can say that for the first time Ukraine will strategically implement the sustainable development goals and mechanisms have been developed for this. So far we have only had uh, presidential decrees that were
1: declarative in nature. I hope that everything will work out. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> so uh, I would imagine that there are a lot of factors that uh, inhibit the economic development of Ukraine uh, at um, at the moment. But um, uh, would you uh, identify probably the most important or the main factors that inhibit the economic development of Ukraine today? Yes, of course. Uh, integral risks of uh, to, to sustainable
0: development for Ukraine – have been uh, indi- identified uh, in the context of global risks. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, um, inefficiency of public administration. Uh, two, um, c- uh, critical uh, indicators of uh, debt uh, load. Uh, three, uh, accessibility of financial uh, resources uh, through the credit mechanism. Uh, and last, uh, c- um, four, critical scope and rate of loss human capital Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. maybe the most important point Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, a key challenge for ukraine now is effective response and preventive measures for integrated risks according to the uh, estimations the critical operational factors of slowing down the down the development of ukraine are as follows uh, uh, losses uh, from uh, hostilities in the east and occupation uh, of the Crimea amounted to 25 percent of GDP. And next uh, is, um, uh, according to expert estimations, the share of the shadow sector in the national economy stabilized at 52-52 percent. Also, according to official data, the level of the shadow economy was 35% of GDP. Next one is the scale of corruption associated with the shadow economy has reached 14% of GDP. Uh, An outdated uh, and inefficient pension system causes a significant negative pressure on the national economy. In the first half of 2016, expenditures of the pension fund of Ukraine amounted to almost 13% of GDP. Now this percentage is even higher. In 2017, the government debt and the government guaranteed debt reached $71 billion with the external debt accounting for almost two-thirds, 64.3% of the total government and government guaranteed debt. And the last one is the energy intensity of Ukraine's GDP exceeds the world average and that of developed countries. With a 10% annual economic growth ex- exceeding, Ukraine is able to gain the prospect of joining the top 30 Competitive countries in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, your book uh, describes uh, in detail all those domestic either opportunities or challenges with um, which Ukraine uh, is presented. But uh, your book also uh, puts Ukraine in the uh, global context as well. Yeah. So, what are those opportunities and challenges for Ukraine when we consider the global economic paradigm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the main task for
0: Ukraine is to create a sound economic system that is consistent. With the national security strategy, strengthening an effective competitive development in accordance with the balanced development goals identified by the United Nations as key recommendations for governments uh, of all countries uh, and in accordance with global uh, megatrends. According to the result of SWOT analysis and to the Forsyth methodology, the following strengths of the national economy have been identified. First of all is the presence of multi-sectoral infrastructure such as military-industrial complex, aerospace, shipbuilding, energy mechanical engineering, mining, transport engineering as the basis for for cluster economy restructuring. Next one is the presence of educated able-bodied human capital as evidenced by the 34th rating of Ukraine from 140 countries according to the rating of the World Economic Forum. Mm, uh, The raw materials resource-based for nuclear, renewable energy and precision instrumentation. Uh, Next one is the favorable uh, geographical location in the Eurasian space where the weight of transport corridors will only increase in the medium and long term. Uh, the very important point is a unique black earth in the global mm-hmm. scale. On the territory of Ukraine, which covers almost uh, 0.5% of the earth's land, there are about 20% of the world's black earths. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ukraine is uh, one of the largest markets in Europe with almost 40 million consumers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And the last one is um, the opportunity for the future development of Ukraine is an innovative leap for accelerated economic development based on the effective use uh, of the available human capital potential and uh, strengthening the innovative capacity of the national economy as an integral part of strengthening the country's competitiveness. At the same time, a catalyst for Ukraine's innovation jump is provided by the main carrier of knowledge and skills by the human being. Human capital issues, factors of safety, culture, science, education, healthcare need urgent attention from the perspective of future development. To transform Ukraine into a country of balanced development, which is a key goal of the doctrine, we need highly educated people, united by effective management around the realization of the goals of balanced development on an innovative basis. At the same time, since the GDP growth indicator as the main indicator of economic development doesn't give an opportunity to estimate balanced development and doesn't reflect the quality of life of the population. The authors of the doctrine proposed to use the appropriate instrument of key performance index uh, indicators. Uh, so we have proposed a human-centric model uh, where man is not the king of nature, but becomes uh, the center of public mm-hmm. policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, KPIs quantify the level of formation of the main characteristics of the human-centric model of development as the main theoretical concept of the development of the Ukraine 2030 doctrine. Mm -hmm. The main driver and source of balanced development is a happy person. He is her or her creative potential. So the tools of the Happiness Index and the Human Development Index are of primary importance. For its part, uh, the Welfare Index is used to test the adequacy of the previous indicators mm-hmm.
1: oh i'm not an economist <laughs> but i really appreciated how much emphasis you put uh, on the human factors so yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, and, on, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and on, on that index of happiness uh but i'm wondering what comes first happiness or good economy in the country <laughs> or it's yeah, somehow yeah. interrelated yeah. uh, no, for example
0: uh, One of the countries in Mm -hmm. the world uh, uh, is Bhutan, Mm -hmm. uh, has Mm -hmm. a a ministry of happiness. Oh, yeah, it's so so interesting and maybe helpful for people Mm -hmm. because every
1: person must be happy. So uh, happiness can be managed (laughs) somehow. (laughs) Well, um, uh, I find the following statement uh, in your book rather interesting. The future of Ukraine should be considered in two dimensions. What should the government change and how should the government change itself? Uh, What government changes should take place for the economic development of Ukraine? Uh, We have already talked about the Soviet past. Besides overcoming the Soviet past, what changes should the government accelerate uh, when the government itself is concerned? The doctrine also draws uh, particular attention to the um, necessity of some profound changes on the structural and existential uh, level as we already mentioned the um, happiness of every individual Uh, quote in an era of change there are new responsibilities for people and the entrepreneurial activity the following questions arise what should a person do to change himself and uh, what should a business do to change itself end of quote how could we unpack these questions
0: Um, When we began to think about what mechanisms uh, should trigger the movement of Ukraine, uh, or rather a a, a quantum leap, as one of the professors of uh, uh, physicists uh, who was present at the presentation of the book, defined our ambitious uh, goals, Mm -hmm. we were interested in KPMG Future State 2030 research. This research was done on a global scale and we adapt it to the um, realities of Ukraine. The main task here was to see for themselves what people need to understand. One change in power doesn't solve the problem. This is so-called systemic approach. Not only the authorities have to change certain approaches, but also the business. Ultimately, Every citizen must change. No wonder, they say, you won't change. Start with yourself. Start with your daily habits and decisions. Mm-hmm.
1: So the doctrine includes uh, short-term uh, goals, twenty the 2020s, mm-hmm. and uh, long-term uh, goals, um, the uh, 2030s. Uh, would you describe both of them? Um, the reference point for 2030 requires the strengthening of the existing potential in order to achieve new strategic capacities. Would you specify uh, these new um, strategic capacities? Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, any global
0: goals are divided into short and long term. Mm -hmm. Uh, Therefore, science methodology is also constructed this way. The following strategic, we can say, Mm -hmm. breakthrough areas uh, are potentially important and possible for ukraine Uh, additive technologies new nano and uh, uh, biomaterials renewable energy sources highly automated industries uh, robotization uh, artificial intelligence and uh, intelligent system technologies informatization uh, such as cloud technology computers of new generations Humanization, uh, uh, generic engineer, nano and uh, and uh, biopharmacology, uh, synthetic biology, and greening, low carbon waste, uh, ecosystem uh, restoration, technology, and pollution control.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, What are potentially important directions for Ukraine? One of the um, tables uh, that the book includes Is the priorities of the world Centers of scientific and technological development And this table includes Ukraine, the US, Mm -hmm. Japan, France, the UK and China Uh, Would you talk a little bit about this table? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, We are now talking a lot
0: about globalization in the world That is uh, blurring the borders At the same time, each country, and uh, especially the world leaders, have their own success stories. As a prominent Ukrainian who has lived in the United States for a long time, Vachdan Havelishin, and not only him, said, think globally, act locally. In this table, we focus on leading countries with different starting conditions for uh, socio-economic development. And with uh, about uh, strategy potential potential uh, interest in
1: um, for Ukraine, I said early. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so, uh, how would you define the horizons of sustainable development of Ukraine, and what are implementation mechanisms for sustainable development policy?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most important development horizons we have set for ourselves is the Sustainable Development Goals. Such as I I said. Uh, These are uh, the um, identifiable horizons of our planning. And in our proposals, we have focused on the following mechanism that will allow us to achieve global and national goals, such as uh, mechanism number one, social uh, contract, frameworks, rules, party social responsibility. Uh, Mechanism number two, Changing the paradigm of public administration, the implementation of the principle of good governance. It may be the first of of, uh, 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 our tasks because it's uh, uh, important for next steps. Mm -hmm. Mechanism number three. Structural modernization of the national economy by network principle. Mechanism number four stimulating economic activity and developing the internal market. Mechanism number five, developing a creative economy. Mechanism number six, effective implementation and development of human and social capital. Mechanism number seven, financial support for balanced development. Mechanism number eight, sustainable investment security. So it's maybe uh, some uh, complex approach to, uh, the, uh, to solve uh, all the problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, analyzing the world development horizons, comparing the ex- existing strengths and weaknesses of the national economy, the doctrine uh, determines uh, that the main wealth and key potential of Ukraine's development is human capital and investments in people, in science, cultural, educational, and healthcare. Give the result that we strive for a high-tech national
1: economy as well as sustainable, balanced, and inclusive growth. Mm -hmm. So my understanding is that the book is designed for everyone who is interested either in economics or national economy. So uh, what's the main audience for this book? (laughs) Uh, First of all, the book targets a wide range of readers,
0: Mm -hmm. so it is not burdened with a lot of calculations. Our task was to convey problems and, most importantly, possible long-term solutions for Ukraine's development by 2030. After the book was published, for one year we traveled almost to all regions of Ukraine, except for the occupied territories, giving presentations mainly mainly at universities or local libraries. Our presentations were designed for scientists, Uh, representatives of local authorities, business, united territorial communities, and uh, words for everyone who is interested in this topic. There were always many questions. We received both uh, praise and criticism, Mm -hmm. and we were in a lot of doubt what is really possible to realize what we wrote about. Mm -hmm. And in one of the cities of Ukraine, One of the guests, a lawyer, said a wonderful phrase after many critical remarks. (laughs) If you don't dream and plan, then nothing will happen. (laughs) (laughs) Happen. Good approach. (laughs) Yes. I would like to point out that this book uh, is uh, in the top five of the best books of um, 2017 about success and successful people. And it was uh, also nominated for the
1: highest awards in the annual uh, Publishers Forum in mm-hmm. Lviv. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So right now you at IU, uh, but uh, when you return to Ukraine, uh, what are your plans in terms of teaching and research? Uh, do you think that the book would have been different? if your visit to the States uh, would have uh, taken place prior to the writing of this book. So in a nutshell, how would you compare the economic system, traditions, developments of Ukraine and the U.S.? I know that it's quite a comparison, but just maybe a couple of words, Mm -hmm. comments. Yeah, Um, I don't think the book would have been different uh,
0: if my visit had happened Mm -hmm. earlier. As our great Ukrainian writer Taras Shilchenko used uh, to say, learn read and teach someone else's and don't shy away we need to find our way exploring and using our strengths Um, but uh, maybe i would add to our book uh, the question of building trust in our society This is what really is uh, an America, at least I felt it here. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's uh, impossible to completely uh, replicate the path or or experience of another country, even the most successful one. Because uh, apart from the traditional political, socio-economic, cultural characteristics, each country has a number of um, uh, irrational uh, factors such as the attitude uh, of people to power, such as success, happiness, etc. This is very difficult uh, to consider. But uh, it's not uh, productive either to ignore both successful and uh, unsuccessful uh, experiences. Do uh, dismiss important analysis for the purpose of developing uh, your own path. And when we already published the book and presented it, um, the epigraph for us was the words of Alice from the book (laughs) of Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, It's necessary to run at all feet, to stay in place only. And to get somewhere, it's necessary to run at least rather. I think that uh, if we uh, remember these words, and if uh, we say so, run fast and the, and in the right direction, Ukraine will join the cohort of the most successful countries in
1: twenty thirty. We have all the potential for this. Sure. Well, it's a very optimistic way yes, of thinking. Yes. Yes. I optimistic person. <laughs> Good. Well, thank you so much, Alexandra, for your time and for your conversation today. Thank you. Uh, I would like to uh, thank you again for this wonderful research. And I believe uh, this book contributes to our attempts to um, improve the economic situation in Ukraine. And I really appreciate it that you and other contributors put so much emphasis on the fact that... uh, People are our main capital yeah. and um, we have to think about our people and to provide them with um, opportunities so that we could increase our index of happiness in this yeah. world. And yeah. I'm sure Ukraine someday will be in that cohort of the most successful countries in the world. Uh, you also mentioned um, uh, briefly uh, the problem that I think that we've been de- uh, dealing with decades right now, corruption. But yes. I believe uh, mm-hmm. Ukraine is not the only country that Yes. Has to deal with that. I yeah. think that's something. Uh, I think that that's something common for all post-Soviet countries, and Ukraine yeah. is not the only one. That can
0: yes, be. and I hope our research and our acts mm-hmm. uh, will be helpful for Ukraine mm-hmm. to become. Mm-hmm successful country
1: well thank you so much alexandra <laughs> thank you Natalia. today i spoke with alexandra Humenna about ukraine 2030 the doctrine of sustainable development published by adef ukraine ltd in uh, 2018 thank you for listening to new books in eastern european studies a podcast channel on the new books network